The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to AI Growth Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about how growth stage companies can leverage machine learning and artificial intelligence to spark expedited growth without breaking the bank. With us today is Eric Varden, who is the co-founder and CEO of Morpheo. Morpheo, a sponsor of the MarTech podcast, is an AI-centric technology platform designed to help humans ingest more data. Their technology enables growth stage companies to stay ahead of the pace of change and outperform their enterprise competitors by equipping them with the data, reporting, and insights they need to thrive in a continually involving landscape of modern marketing. So far this week, Eric and I have talked about the landscape for artificial intelligence and machine learning, specifically for growth stage companies. And today we're going to talk about marketing security and marketing anomaly detection using artificial intelligence. Okay, here's the second part of my conversation with Eric Varden, CEO and co-founder of Morpheo. Eric, welcome back to AI for Growth Week on the MarTech podcast. Thanks, Benjamin. Appreciate it. Looking forward to chatting again today. So yesterday we talked about the lay of the land, how artificial intelligence is no longer just a set of technologies for the enterprise, how smaller growing companies, the growth stage, the SMB companies are able to source data and enable technology to comb through that data to expedite their decision-making process and accuracy. I want to hone in on really where Morpheo started, which was helping marketers, what you used to call marketing security, but it's really about anomaly detection. Talk to me about how you view what anomaly detection and marketing security are. Anomaly detection ultimately looks for those data variances across your digital marketing or performance-based data. And it's looking for the things that ultimately fall outside of normally what would happen. And I think what's really interesting about in terms of security, it means this is actually, we mentioned this yesterday, and we often talk about a new way to work, but we're already doing this. We already wake up and log into Google Analytics or SEO tools or Facebook, Google Ads, et cetera. I go email, I go podcast hosts, I go stock market. Those are the first three things I look at. Well, for the rest of us that are maybe focused a little bit more on our clients' data, right? I'm not saying you aren't, but when I think about my mindset of waking up about my portfolio as from a marketing perspective, I'm looking at how am I doing? 
what is going on today? What happened yesterday? And what can I correlate on the fly? How's my acquisition cost looking? Where's my traffic coming from? And I know what those signals are. But for me to have to do that manually every day is a little crazy. And that's where the mistakes kind of start. And so when we talk about marketing protection, the anomaly side is already looking for what those data points are. So if you tell the anomaly, you tell the data what to look for, and something falls outside of it, then hopefully you can look at that new way to work and say, maybe I have a few hours free. If something is going to monitor for those data variances, then maybe I'll have some more time to free up for other things. Boy, do I wish I had a solution like Morpheo last week. I was running a direct response campaign for a previous sponsor of the MarTech podcast, and we were taking the mobile app IDs from the people that listen to their content, and we were trying to drive those content consumers to their website using Facebook. And I actually mixed up the daily limit. So I set a $500 daily limit instead of a total campaign budget of $500. I came into work on Monday morning and I had spent $2,100 over the weekend. Obviously, it's not a make or break, but hey, that's two grand out of my pocket. I'm sure that that happens to larger brands and the numbers are much bigger. So outside of, oops, your campaign is spending too much, what are some of the other things that you are trying to detect with anomaly detection? It's an interesting part. And so when we talk about protection and protecting marketers and back to what we touched on yesterday around ensuring that there's a feedback loop for the algorithm to be smart, you have to think about it in an individual perspective because let's say you're an agency and you have 50 different accounts. Each one of those accounts and customers, whether B2B or consumer-based, et cetera, are all different. Their data points are all different. So you need time to be able to educate those algorithms and for the data to be able to know what it is that you're looking for. So the point there I'm trying to make is that across the security side, you're looking at your landing pages, your example of an extra zero here or less a zero here, or you extend a campaign an extra day or a week, or you forget to pause it. I mean, I can go on and on and on, but the major parts are around the paid side. And so a big part of, of where we focused on with Morpheo is protecting all of the dollars and the conversion side landing pages, the world of tracking, of course, as we'll, I'm sure we'll get into in ensuring that we can trace from a click all the way through to a conversion, all the complexity now that goes with that. It really, for us, started out with the major components where clients or bosses are going to call you and say, hey, what the heck happened here? And why are we seeing this? And then from the future perspective, we're really about providing optimizations at a deep level, which hopefully we'll get into a little bit later. So essentially, anomaly detection, marketing security is an alerting mechanism to not only say, hey, your spend is more than what you might expect on a given campaign. It's also looking at the performance of the campaign. So when you talk about conversion rate and landing page data, what goes through my head is, okay, I'm running $1,000 of spend a day to use a round number. And if that spikes to 2000 I might get an alert, right? I might be notified that I'm spending more than I usually am. But on the flip side, it's you're running your campaigns and we're seeing the conversion rates have dipped as well. How is that actionable? Great, my conversion rate, my landing page isn't performing as well. If I have or haven't changed anything, what should marketers be thinking when they're being alerted that there is a potential problem by the machine? Well, it's sort of two parts of our system, the protect and then the grow side. And I would say the answer does vary depending on the size of the agency, the size of the marketing team, the amount of strategist executors. If you're a small team of consultants versus a larger team with you know tens or twenties, it really just sort of depends on your workflow. And I think we've tried to really build our tool to help kind of wrap around each one of those. Many of our smaller teams still love 
to execute in platform. And that's where they spend the majority of their time. And so they look for Morpheo to protect a lot of those data variances across all of their different campaigns. That's what feels good to them. We have larger teams that use the growth side of our platform to be able to provide insights and say, okay, my cost per lead is down. How does that correlate across all of the different tactics that I've integrated? Ultimately saving me hours of correlating that data on the fly. Our future state will be to bring in even more of a feedback loop so that as Eric would look at you know, what I've done to lower my cost per lead, Benjamin may have other inputs into what that would look like. And our growth in our business is all about trying to provide that feedback so that we are helping each other as marketers. And you know, we're pretty pumped about where that's going. But right now, it's really around the protection side and the growth side and trying to provide value back to your notion the other day of a new way to work while not forcing a new process on teams. So you took the words out of my mouth. I was going to talk about, hey, yesterday we mentioned that there's a new way to work. And this is an example of avoiding manual processes, wasting the cycles to go through each individual campaign to make sure that it's performing as you would expect. What is the difference between using an artificial intelligence tool as opposed to just setting up rules or or guidelines upon campaign creation? I'm sure that Most marketers have some sort of spend alert. Hey, your spend has gone up X. Talk to me about the difference between just avoiding manual processes by setting up alerting mechanisms once and then the difference between what artificial intelligence does. So many times those are platform-based and specifically related to where it is that you're executing. And for our platform, it's all about your Google Analytics setup and how effective you are at an ability to track across every event or conversion goal that it is that you're hoping to attribute. So we brought that ideation into Morpheo as sort of the ground level of managing those conversions. And I think the different part about it is that our machine learning and our algorithm starts to look at the historical data that we bring in. It starts to look at the different compounding effects of what a spend alert would traditionally do, and it becomes smarter over time. So albeit the first part is we're looking at driving all of those different categories and all of those different integrations into one platform and centralizing it, which I think is a huge time saver, which is great. We then have the ability through the conversion tracking side to not only affect the smartness of the algorithm based on traffic and, and those types of points, but ultimately where it matters in a side of conversions. So where the machines really start to come in is, is the learning side of each agency, of each marketer thinking like they do, where albeit you can have different teams and processes, but you're training your machine based on what Morpheo is looking to do in your data. And I think that individualistic approach is not something you can get in simple rules-based application. So the evolution of what your standard KPIs are, basically what your error bars are, can adjust over time based on not just recent performance or what's happening in a campaign, but what's happening in the historical performance as well. That's right. And we always take those factors in. And I think that's a huge point of differentiation is that you have to look at the historical data because it's going to provide a picture of what should happen next, even though dates and times may shift around. Ultimately, your data is the smartest person in the room because it understands those seasonal points better than anything. So this is the last question that I have for you today is you mentioned that the machines are going to be better than the people at understanding what the boundaries should be. And I have questions about that. Is it actually more effective for a machine to say, hey, everything is performing as it should be, as opposed to a marketer coming in and saying, here's the boundaries for these specific campaigns? 
how much should we trust machines to figure out what is in the normal course of business as opposed to set up those guidelines ourselves? Yeah, no, and I don't want to say that improperly. That's why we're so focused on making marketers more awesome and happier than they are now. And it's because we do not believe that AI machine learning is, first of all, going to replace our jobs or be better than us or any of those types of things. But like any good machine, we should put it to its best use, which is to be able to crunch for and through data more quickly than we can but we're still going to have to guide it. We're still going to have to have rules against how we allow it to make decisions on our behalf. And I think you're right. There's a lot of software. There's a lot of competitors that are not proven. There's a lot of data and algorithms that really maybe can't be trusted. So we're a proponent of freeing up time so that we as marketers can be more strategic and have more time for the things that we love to do. We need to utilize machine learning and AI to help us aid in that. But it's up to us to have the layer of control and the decision-making That is ultimately the only way that we'll be able to marry creativity and automation together. And that's what we're all about. At the end of the day, understanding what's happening with your marketing campaigns is fundamentally important. It's also something that can be a huge time suck. You're not building if you're constantly monitoring. And so leveraging artificial intelligence, machine learning, marketing security and anomaly detection software is incredibly beneficial for marketers to not only know what's happening, have faith that their campaigns are performing the way they should, it'll help you sleep at night. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Eric Varden, CEO and co-founder of Morpheo, for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Eric and Morpheo's tips for leveraging AI to expedite your growth, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back with you tomorrow morning when we discuss generating insights using reporting AI. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Eric, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is HelpYourHumans, H-E-L-P-Y-O-U-R-H-U-M-A-N-S. Or you could visit his company's website, which is Morphio.ai, M-O-R-P-H-I-O.ai. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You could subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.